When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Berwick BMW has a range of pre-owned vehicles ready for immediate delivery. BerwickBMW.com.au Robot building supplies helping you get the right products for the job at a better price. The Run Home with Andy and Josh. Uh, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> you should see the face on the bloke. It's not Josh. It's Keith. It's crazy. <laughs> what? So, look, there's a, been a bit of a challenge to the system this week, and uh, we're all pushing through. Mm. It's been, you know, it's been a challenging time for. No, uh, I don't think I'll get through this. For many in the uh, back room, the back court have had to work pretty hard. He's on, you... the, he's on the dog and bone <laughs> as we speak. He's on the blower right now. That can only mean one thing: mm. that uh, we can't take calls at the moment. Is that right or not? We can. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. What a day, Andrew Gaze. It is a big day, and uh, for all the wrong reasons, though. These are uncomfortable days because when good people seem to be dismissed with uh, unknown grounds, it's hard to just not feel some sort of compassion. I mean, you feel compassion for everyone who loses their job, but when you see someone from the outside looking in who's a good person that seemed to be doing some good things, yep, and uh, because we don't know and no explanation has been provided, you know what happens? Your mind starts to dart around and come up with possible Explanations, reasons, which don't yes. always no. uh, hold favourably to the, the the. In this case, it's Brett Ratton. So it's it's a sad, sad day uh, for someone like uh, me who's been in the coaching seat before, because I reckon I've got a reasonable understanding of what the bloke's going through. So one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Actually, well, I don't because his circumstances are so well, he extraordinary. Just, Simon, the, the fact that it was a hundred days ago, less. Then where they sat down and said, you're our man. Let's go again for another two. Mm. Let's back you to the hilt and let's go. Let's go, rats. And then, well, and they then, did. And then a, less than 100 mm. days later, they call him in and they say, you know, you know how we said 98 days mm. ago? Yeah, look, it's, um, that's not how we feel now. Well, you know what? I, Ta-da. And, and, and it doesn't make, no matter what, it doesn't make sense. Whether you, and and mm. th- there's, two, there's two parts of this. There's a lot of people who say they've made the right decision, right? So, so that's okay. You, mm. you, can, you can hold true to the belief that if you didn't believe in Brett Ratton um, and you thought the two-year contract extension was a bad call at the mm. time, that, that can be your position. But that is quite separate as to whether or not they've done the right thing the mm. way that they've handled it since July mm. through until now. I think you can separate mm. the two. You can definitely be a believer that Rats wasn't the right person for the job but still hold true to the belief mm. that they got it wrong. And if there was one thing to take out of the press conference today, uh, I reckon it was that. At least Andrew Bassett mm. um, acknowledged the fact that they made a blue. He felt deeply for Brett Ratton, and that was genuine. And then they came through from the president at St Kilda that he had real remorse for what he 
and other key people at the footy club had put Brett Ratton through. I think that came through mm. with. I don't think that was that wasn't stage managed by mm. by Bassett. I think that was from the heart. I think he cares about his people and he cares about his footy club. He's been very hands on by the sounds of things with this review, mm. actively involved, um, perhaps more so than certainly other presidents might mm. be. Um, uh, so I think that came through. I think there was a uh, no deep doubt. sense of remorse from him about what they'd put Brett Ratton through. No doubt. The only thing that I'd be disappointed if I'm in Brett Ratton's shoes right oh, now. Which part of it? There's a lot. But yeah. the, the thing that as far as the decision's been made, I can't do anything about the decision. I, I'm, I'm out. But the way in which it's been handled so far, there hasn't been, to my knowledge, a direct explanation as to why. Now, because you don't get that, then you start to think, well, my first thought, well, oh, is he caught up in this Hawthorne situation? Well, yep. Uh, has, You're not the only one who's been who's is, drawn. Is he, has he done something wrong? Because they knew his, his result from a coaching perspective when they signed him two months ago. So clearly they knew that. So it can't be something as far as the, the outcome of last season because they kind of knew where that was heading mm, anyway. Mm. So uh, when, you, when you eliminate those... When you don't have an explanation, then you start to think, well, something untoward's going on. What, what's what, bobbed up? What could it be? Yeah, yeah. Now, it might be nothing other than what you're saying, that they've had a review. And a couple, and of, a couple of key people. A few influential shift. people yep, have said, yep. no, I don't think he's the right. So they take that on board and they decide to go in a different direction, which is well within their rights. I understand it. But if you're going to help the guy that's being departed, even if you make something up, Andy... But Keith, even if you you take a bit of what it is yep. and say, well, let's this is not the main can, reason, but mm. let's just put it out here. This is the reason. Mm. But when you have no, well, I don't believe that. Have, have I no, missed something? No, no, and they and they said in the press conference today they weren't going to go into re- revealing too many details. Well, in fact, any details from the review, but but they will be made public uh, in due course. So as to why they've well, come yeah, to this what, conclusion, what, what the what the final. So, you know, there's there's a there's a time, isn't there's there's a kind of a grace period, if you like, when the club makes the call on somebody of the significance of the senior coach, Brett Ratton in this case, you feel like, okay, let's make today about our sense of um responsibility for, for making the call that we've mm-hmm. made. Let's not let's let's let that be what today is. The the next phase of that is why? Which which I think they would have been well, better. Not. People well, no, start jumping been, at conclusions. No, well, of course, they would have been better served because it came so out of the blue. Gazy, they they mm. gave him the two year contract extension at about the same same time that they started the review. If you're starting a review into the football operations of a footy club, don't don't give the coach a two year contract yeah. extension. And that's another reason why. Like, you, what are they doing? But that's another reason why you start to think of something. That you shouldn't be, you start to come well, up well, with hypotheticals, right? Which you shouldn't do because no. you don't know. You do not know. So it's an it's an unknown unknown. <laughs> that's right. That's what it that's is. Rumfeld, Rum- Donald, Donald, your man. <laughs> yes. yes, compared to some of the blokes in that party these days, he seems like a pretty good fella. Well, that's running right. around. That that's is, right. Who would have thought who all these years, years later that he's, he's actually coming out as oh, smelling quite nice? There are known knowns. There are things we know we know. We also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. But there are also unknown unknowns. The ones we don't know, we don't know. 
there you go. That pretty much sums oh, up dear. where we are at the end of today. I tell you what, a lot of people have said as one, well. Three, one three hundred. We we'll get to your calls in a moment. A, too. a lot of people have said they're not making this decision unless they have already determined and who the replacement would be. Well, that, well do you subscribe to that so, theory? So I was watching the cricket last night mm-hmm. when Cal and brilliant reporting by Cal Toomey. Can mm-hmm. I, we don't often do this in this caper, but but th- this kid, no, you're not a kid anymore, he's a young man, but he's been uh, emerging in this caper. Uh, he works hard. He doesn't go with nonsense. Mm. And he broke the story last night. Mm. And his follow-up today was really good at afl.com.au. So credit to you, Kel Toomey, for breaking the story. When it broke, it broke at about mm. 9 o'clock last night, 9.30. Mm. It started going mad yeah. off his report. I reckon it, so I was watching the cricket just sort of following the story as it was starting to develop. And it took me about 10 minutes, I reckon, mm. to go, hang on. They're not doing this. Can't be right. They're not doing this mm. unless they've got – they're not about to now embark upon one of these exhaustive mm. – we will go to the, all corners of the globe mm. to we're going to put a, a, a panel in place. Mm. They are going to seek interest. They are going to interview. They're going to do second and third rounds of mm. interviews. They're not doing that. They've got somebody on the hook. They, they could – there was a moment well, – there Andy, was a moment in the press mm. conference today mm. where on about the third or fourth – uh, tight, re, re-asking of the same question in a different form. The question was put to Andrew Bassett. And mm. I know Andrew's a bit uh, challenged hearing in mm-hmm. one ear. So there was a moment where he, where he kind of stopped and paused when the question was something like, um, so you are, you are telling us that you have not spoken to any other mm. prospective coaches. Mm. And he kind of stopped and he looked at, at left lane and Simon sort of had a little moment and, he said, and then Simon said, no, no, we wanted the position to be uh, vacant mm. uh, before we started speaking to anyone. We now have mm. a vacancy. Well, that, doesn't that lend- With all due respect, mm. I don't believe that. Well, doesn't that, if that is true, that lends to something catastrophic's happened to cause them to want to no, suck well, you, okay, you can hold doesn't that it? view. No, I, you can hold that. Uh, I don't, I don't hold that view. Mm. No, it may be the case. But I, it, it well, that's be, what you're going to hypothesize yeah, about anyway. You can, you're going to yeah, speculate, and you that's can. another reason why it doesn't help the, his personal situation nope. without that detail being provided. It, I reckon it could also be as simple as this, mm. that there's been some shifting of, you know, mm. offices around Moorabbin, and, you know, left line goes from kind of footy operations to COO into CEO. Now, mm. he takes over from Matt Finnis and – but he would have had his say. Oh, I, well, he mate. He would have had his say I, I when they made the appointment. I know, but now he is the CEO. Things change. So you you have greater it. authority when you're the CEO so to make. Blaming Simon. I'm not blaming him. Well, no, you're no, saying no. that I'm, he's. No, what I'm getting at mm. was that um, that uh, that key. It doesn't take a lot of key people at a footy club to alter. Mm the way you are operating. Well. And when you've got a review that's come mm. through, and, and we don't know the detail of the review that David no. Noble headed up and Jeff Walsh has just arrived and everyone's saying Walsh's hands off on this, that it had nothing to do, this was not a Jeff Walsh call. But there's been enough of movement within the place and there's been enough happening mm. for a for the for the a different for the indicator to be put on and a and a radically well, different well, direction to be taken. They should have right. And there's people who can make that call who yeah. couldn't make that call. Uh, but if you're going to make the call, as Andy, recently as three weeks ago, if you're going to make the call, then come out and say this has nothing to do with misconduct. Yeah. This has nothing to do with misconduct well, to help 
Yeah. The the, the inca- Brett Ratton in this circumstances to help his situation. Was the question? People I, right now, yeah. there's a whole bunch of rumours that, that are being spoken about, whether they're just ideas or not, but that people start speaking and then mm. it can lead to something that's completely and utterly not true because you, you don't have all the information. Yeah, yeah, Here's the other thing, Andy, mm. is that is the six-month payout, mm-hmm. is that now a requirement for all coaches? Are you telling me that Clarko has signed a deal for a six or what did he sign for? Whatever it is. Yeah, four, yeah. That said, well, in, in, in one year's time we can – Cut you and only pay you out six well, months. I, I, I say that that is no chance. Yeah, well, I, in Clarko's case, it may not be the case. I do not know. So it's a negotiable point. I, I think it's it not is, a rule it's also, of the AFL. It's a protection in place for clubs that are no, fun. no, but 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 no, no, no. But it's, it's either a rule that's a protection in place that's there universally. You can negotiate it. I would imagine. Well, you then can, it's not. A, it's well then. Well, you can negotiate it out of your car, I would imagine, without well, knowing. Well, why don't why don't you speak to someone at the coaches' association and find out? Well. It, then, then if if you're a coach, you wouldn't have signed the contract. You're going well. You know, I'll just take me, I'll stay here as an assistant, and away mm, I go. Yeah, and but a lot of risk. people are pretty keen to take on senior coaching, yeah, and you back yourself in, don't you? Mm. Are you telling me that Adam Uze or Daniel Jean? If I'm Adam Uze, I'm not signing unless I've got oh, well, some at okay. least three years. Oh well, what if that's, I need three years guarantee? Well, that's crazy. As a minimum. Well, that's crazy stuff. It might be the only senior, the only time he ever gets offered a senior job. You back yourself in. Surely you back yourself in. But and if, if you get, but if you, it's where the power lies, if if a club wants you now, yes. and they're saying all the right things, give me three years, oh. okay. After that, if you take your little six month arrangement, <laughs> but give me a chance no, to try. get, to well, get not, the seat. Warm. I don't want to sack him. I understand. But I don't that. point him to a three year contract and then go, oh, you know what? We're just going to sack of him after six not. months anyway. Of course not. But when you have, see situations like I this, understand. you go, well, hang on, no, no, no. If clubs are going to do this, sign a bloke and then oh. two and a half months later give yep. him the kyber, <laughs> no, mate. I'm, no, well, it's yeah, it's two months after the contract extension, but it's three and a half years since he's... Yes, but they've just know, re-signed him, Andy. I'm with you, Keith. No, no, mm. I'm with you. Uh, let's get to a whole lot of callers. Tony's in East Bentley. Uh, Tony, it's been a crazy, crazy... What is it now? 18 hours in footy, mate. Uh, welcome. Thanks, Andy. Uh, could you also give some kudos to the overnight person on SEN who handled this? Gee, your lines, yeah. your lines, no good, Tony. But I think you're saying uh, kudos to the overnight. Was that was that Paul Sebastian? I don't know who was on last night. Whoever it was, yep, yeah, absolutely, Tony. I wasn't listening to it, but um, but, but well, normally would be listening to mm. it. Obviously, at ten o'clock at night. But uh, just watching. But yes, let's see if we've got your um, your lines a bit better, Tony. Is there something else you wanted to add? Yes, is that Andrew? No, we can't hear. I, I think he said, "Is that you, Andrew?" I think he's talking well, I think to you, it's you. No, you. you run the show. No, you're. I'm Andy, and you're oh. Andrew. Hey, Tony, you're speaking to go. Try we'll give again, one last Tony. chance. No, no, that's no sorry, good. Tony. That's so. I've just uh, been given information. Is that our issue, or is oh, it? Oh, let's find out when we speak to Dave in a right. moment. Any AFL club, any club that is dependent, listen to this. You need to listen to this. You mm-hmm. yes. listen. AFL, any club that is dependent on AFL funding, yep, must uh, put in a max six month payout clause. In right. coaching contracts, oh, if you're not AFL then. dependent, you can do anything. That makes sense. So it's a protection. So if you're going to a club that's yeah, relying poor. on AFL, yeah. that makes sense. That's it. That's why oh, I there. think that that's. Well, I tried to just you know what? That. that is that is not unreasonable. Thank you very much, Dave's yeah. in Waterways. Let's see if we've got a better line than the one we had to 
uh, Dave out there in Bentley, uh, Tony in Bentley. How are you, Dave? Going well. How are you guys uh, going? Better for Good hearing your Dave. strong connection. Yeah. Hey, it's fantastic. That's Telstra for you. Love it. Hey, um, I just want to say what a great show you guys do. The, oh, the analysation of everything huh. is in all all aspects of sport is mm-hmm. just really, really top notch. I just spread the that. just spread but the word. Just Bob, spread the word, Dave, mm. if you wouldn't mind. That'd be good if you wouldn't mind. Oh, Lindsay yeah. on the Oh well text my whole family listen, so. all my boys listen. <laughs> yeah. My boys love you. Ah, good on you. Anyway, um, my my heart goes out to Brett Ratton. Um I I mean, I'm an avid Carlton spotter, and he was mm. a very good footballer, and I thought he was a really good coach as well. Yeah. Um, he, look, he, he will crop up somewhere else. There's no problem there. He'll, he'd be a great assistant coach. I'd love him back at Carlton to give Vossie a hand. Or the Hawks. Um, I, or the Hawks, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, there but, is a job um, done. Also, yeah, well, hopefully he'll get it. Maybe that's the whole idea. See you later. Yeah, Come back know. to the Blue Baggers. Oh, that'd be nice. But just... Um, I'd like to also ask a question. Yep. With the outgoing coaches, what what do the action, the um, AFL do about it? Do they have a um, a, a, a process where um, an exiting process where they might need to mm. have a chat to these guys that have put their heart and soul into Good AFL? Point. Good. Point. Um, I, I really think there should be because you know he's sitting at home now, listening to all of this. He's probably thinking, you know, I'm really disappointed in the whole the whole thing that's that's happening to him at the moment and my heart really goes out for him. Yeah, no, I think the I think the coaches association Dave uh have a have that exact sort of process that they make available to uh coaches if the coach wants it. So mm. so I think there is a kind of counselling, if you wish, or yep. you know, some sort of exit count. I don't know what you, you want think to call so. it. I think, I think it does exist. Yeah. The coaches yeah. association would have something in place. For there sure. is a, there actually is a job at Carlton. So mm. Luke Power, who went from head of development, is now coaching the VFL team. Right. Daniel O'Keefe's come down to Warrnambool to coach. Mm-hmm. Did a great job too, Daniel O'Keefe. I think there's a name you might hear a bit more of down the track. Luke Power's going. So the head of development. So you're seeing Leon Cameron goes to coach the. Uh, Sydney Academy team. Yep. You've got Mark Williams doing this sort of job uh, wherever he lands at the moment and doing a magnificent job. Um, yeah, head of development. Yeah. yeah. Brett Ratton, back to Prinny Park. Wow. Hmm. Just a little uh, nugget. So, so Andy. Like We've got to get to a break. Off the SMS yeah, machine yes. too. What's Lindsay's issue? Why has Lindsay cracked it? No. Who's he, is he upset with me? No, no. He's just upset generally. No, he's just. Perhaps not all that fond of my work, but anyway. <laughs> Cheer up, Lindsay. Uh, all, the best. Lindsay. all the best, Shag. Uh, hey, here's, what about this one? Yep. So by that reasoning, Clarko is not covered as North are being supported by the well, AFL. Well, see, that makes sense. <laughs> yes, so. But surely, mm. I, I can't imagine that, Al- that Alistair Clarkson and James Henderson are copping that as part of a deal. It's hard to comprehend that. But Clarko, I mean, clearly there's issues that he's got to work his way through at the moment, but he would back himself to see out the terms of a contract. True, but if you have options where you're going to be guaranteed for six or seven years as opposed to guaranteed for six months, I'd probably take the six or seven years. No, of course you would. So I'm not sure that holds up what you're saying. No, I'm just saying that I would think that Alistair Clarkson would back himself to see out the terms of the contract. Not to the point 
where no. it's going to cost you a six years' salary. No, that's a very good point you raise. Tradies <laughs> Hour. Uh, there's been a, there's a bit. Uh, Mickey Warner's got a story about that Hawthorne uh, racism review, which we'll get to maybe at some stage today. But the lines are open. Uh, use them as you will. Obviously, Rory Lobb's going to join us at some stage. Graham Begg, Clint Bizzle, part of Danaher's Drive. There's a bit to get through, but we'll keep the lines as open as we possibly can today for you to join in. Tradies Hour, thanks to Ace Gutters, Australian made, built to last and Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Oh, we're still here, which is great. Uh, after final couple of minutes of the previous hour, there's some doubts whether we'd come back, but we're still here, which is terrific. Well, we're still, we're still on here. standby because I'm not sure it's filtered through to the uh, fifth floor just yet exactly what came out of your mouth tell you, previously. One bloke who, after a frantic uh, trade period and a crazy last 45 minutes or so, I wonder what's been going through the mind of Rory Lobb, who oh. a long way out, um, the you know the interest had been signalled, the keenness of the Western Bulldogs to get him had been flagged, and we all thought it was a um, matter of um, matter of fact that it was yeah. just going to take place. It didn't get done until right towards the very end. The big man's been former docker has been good enough to join us on the show. Hey, Rory, congratulations, mate, on finding yourself the home that you wanted. Thanks for joining us on the show. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. How how touch and go was it getting for you? T- take us inside your camp and where you were and the communication you were getting from, from your management team. Yeah, obviously not what you want when it goes down to the last five minutes. But, um, yeah, my manager, uh, Colin Young, uh, from the start mentioned that it would probably go down to the wire. And, um, yeah, I was, I was prepared Um for that last five minutes. But to be honest, I was actually on the golf course just trying to take my mind off and not ride it as much. So I was was hitting it okay until it wasn't sort of going through and then uh, my game went to water. (laughs) Right. (laughs) How do you you go over a four-foot putt when when you've got that? You're trying to just just stay calm here, make a nice stroke here, but you're sort of thinking about all the other things that are uh, are likely to affect your life. Yeah, well, I did pick up. For two holes in a row, just because I was uh, a bit rattled, hitting the trees a couple of times, and I was like, "No, nah, I just need to ride this last five minutes and listen in." Hey, Rory, Andrew Gaze here, and congratulations! You getting to the destination which uh, you wanted to get to, but what the process that you had to go through with the club is it? Is it difficult? Do you have to sort of uh, threaten them, and how does that all work? Not necessarily threatened, you know, you just want to let them know where you're at, uh, especially mentally, you know, it was a really hard year for me, um, being away from my partner as well, she was living in Melbourne, so yeah, it was obviously really hard for us throughout the year, I was able to play some decent football, um, but yeah, I, I obviously told them that um, it was going to be really hard for me to repeat that another year of, you know, asking for a trade and not, not having it happen, it was going to be very hard for me to play some good football. And and why the Bulldogs? Because we heard about this earlier on in the season that that this was going to be the the destination that you were keen to get to. Why them? Well, from the very start, <clears throat> sorry, from from the very start, um, you know, the meeting that I had with Bevo and um, Sam Power Manager, they were very honest with me. I had a really good connection. Um, you know, basically from pretty far out, I knew I wanted to go there, and you know, felt like. Um, you know, they they really a lot of faith in, in what I can do as a player and, um, you know, the, the, the coach that I wanted to play for. Um, obviously, on the back of that, the list that the Doggies have, you know, they've got some really, really talented young players like Norton, Jamara, um, you know, Timmy English, you know, basically those boys 
um, you know, really wanted to play with with a list like that. Tell us about Luke Beveridge, Rory, and and how you found him. Had you met him before? Uh, what was it about him that that you warmed to so quickly? Um, no, I'd never met him before. Never spoken to him. Um, you know, there's always that rivalry from the from the Giants. Yeah, of uh, you know, yeah. back in the day, there's that rivalry, and you know, I've always sort of not not loved the doggies. Um, hmm. You know, in a way, just because of that, like just. You know, there's obviously rivalries out on the field. But, yeah, as soon as I spoke to Bevo um, and got a feel for the, what the club is actually like, um, you know, that's the place that I really wanted to go. And, you know, uh, I'm really, really looking forward to working with Bevo and, um, you know, seeing what we can achieve next year. And you, you reeled off some, some names there. And uh, internally, uh, you uh, what is healthy is uh, that competitive environment. Has there been... Uh, any idea on in regards to your your role? Is it going to be much different to what we've seen of you over, particularly the last season? No, I think it's um, very similar to the role that uh, I obviously had over most of my career. Um, you know, playing that forward mm. role where I can uh, top and change in the ruck when I need to get in there. And you know, I think it, you know me going there takes a little bit more off off Naughty and and Jamar and let them play their game a little bit, and also takes some some attention off me as well. You know, at, at times this year, being the one-out key forward is very hard um, when to- teams like to roll, roll on a ball. And, you know, having three tall forwards that can, you know, pop up on any day is really dangerous. Did We're talking to Rory Lobb, uh, docker turned dog. Did, Rory, on the way through, you, you know, they were committed to you and clearly you were committed to, to the Western Bulldogs. But did Colin Young or did, was there ever a consideration given we, we might need to think about a plan B here over in Melbourne, just in case we can't make the deal work with the dogs? Um, not really. I didn't, didn't think about going anywhere else, to be honest. Um, once I, I locked in the dogs, um, you know, before obviously finals hit, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to be focusing on like the end of the year. Um, I just wanted to focus on my footy and, and play good footy as much as I could uh, at the back end of the year. So once doggies was locked in, I didn't really want to go anywhere else. Um, Obviously, it was quite nerve-wracking when people in the media were saying that, you know, I should probably look at other options. But to be honest, I didn't really want to go anywhere else other than the dogs in the end. So, um, you know, Sam, Sam Power was literally all the way through saying, mate, we're going to get it done. And uh, he, to his credit, he got it done. So, And what, what uh, talk us through the logistics on how all this happens from, from now. Like, how quickly do you have to be there? Is it, how tough is that as well? Uh, as in with the move? Yeah, with the move. Do you, do you, like what? How quickly does, does all that have to take place? Well, I sort of had an indication that, um, you know, I was, I was looking to facilitate a trade, uh, you know, at the start of the year. So I was already looking um, at houses. So I've already purchased my house in Melbourne um, <laughs> as it's been through the media. Somehow they find out. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't um, take long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't take long, exactly. So I've already got a furnished house. Um, over there, so it's going to be quite a smooth wow. transition. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at moving, not this Sunday, but the next, and um, yeah, staying there until Chrissy. Mm. And you, you've mentioned a couple of the young names of the dogs that are coming, that are going to be part of your new team. You know, you're 29 now, and you, you know, you're in that sweet spot. You're at the peak of your powers, an established senior player. How much of a um, mentor might be too strong a word, but how much of a leadership mentor role are you looking to uh, embrace with a couple of those players? There's Sam Darcy, who's very much a, a Rory Lobb kind of in the making and 
uh, who knows where he's going to sort of tell what his ceiling looks like. And you've mentioned mentioned Jamari Eugle Hagen. Yeah. How much are you looking forward to kind of taking a few of those um, young dogs under your wing? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, not not necessarily forcing any leadership or you know any titles on anyone, but just being able to to play my game and be able to um, you know help like sort of craft these players into ready-made footballers. I mean, they're pretty much there anyway. Yeah, I think it's yep. just a little bit of guidance, um, especially Norton. I mean, he's, he's kicked a lot more goals than me in his career, and he's, he's only 22. So, yeah, just being able to, you know, share what share my experiences, um, especially, you know, I've played a few finals now, and, you know, a couple of those boys got a taste of it uh, last year and obviously the, the one final this year. But, yeah, just sharing my experiences um, and, you know, working together and, you know, whoever pops up on the day can pop up on the day, but yeah, just sort of guiding him in the right direction. What's it like? What's it been like? Uh, and we understand that everyone's a professional, and you're going to do everyone's going to do the professional thing. Uh, but were there any issues with your teammates? Because it was well known that that uh, this is what you wanted to do. But during the the past season, did in the in the day to day of it all, even in sort of a, a jocular way, is it was there any? sort of difficult moments with your teammates? Uh, not really. I think as soon as I got back um, in pre-season, they saw that I was ready to, to get cracking and, uh, you know, get get on to the next season. So, you know, they, they knew what they were going to get from me every week. And, you know, I, I feel like I'm very professional in a way where I can just block out everything that's happening and just go out there and, and play my football. And, you know, they had full faith in me this year to do that. And, you know, obviously... You do feel like you're on the outer a little bit sometimes, just just in the way that you know. Obviously, asking for a trade there's going to be a little bit of awkwardness, but yeah, I feel like I was able to just block most of that out, and and the boys got around me for sure, um, just knowing that I'm going to go out there and play play my best footy. And Rory, uh, the bloke you know is just sharing the conversation with us is mm. Andrew Gaze, who's an Australian icon, of course, and captain of Australia. But <laughs> the bloke who used to sit in that chair uh, was a bloke by the name of Bob Murphy. Uh, you may you may know him. He, he played a bit of footy, probably would have played a bit of footy against him, and um, now he's gone over to the Fremantle. Can you tell us? Just give us an insight into how Murphy's kind of you know fitting in over there at the Fremantle Dockers. Is he actually doing any work? Is he? made any sort of contribution at what they put on the board this year? Yeah, I mean, obviously... <laughs> Gazy. Uh, yeah, obviously, um, I, I played a, fair bit, a little bit of footy against Bob uh, back in the day, and then, you know, him moving across to Perth, um, you know, I've shared a few experiences with him, and he has a lot to do with the leadership group at Fremantle, um, and I feel like he's had a big big sort of impact on Alex Pierce and, um, you know, Caleb Sarong, Andy Brasher, all those boys. And, you know, the way that he sort of goes about his business and, and helps them, I think has been really good for him. And, yeah, I mean, I have a really good relationship with Bob and, you know, um, saw him at the Doig night and, you know, he wished me all the luck, all the best. So we obviously didn't know if it was going to go through or not. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, good luck. Um, yes. You know, it must have been a, an unsettling time at, at, at yes. stages throughout 2022, separated from you partner and clearly making a significant contribution to life in Melbourne and uh, wanting to be part of it and maybe not knowing whether it was going to come to pass or not. But it is and it's done and uh, you've got several seasons in front of you as a Western Bulldogs, mate. Thanks for coming on the show and all the very best. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Good, Good man, on you, Rory. Rory Long. Good luck. Yeah, my word. That would be hard, wouldn't it? Mm. Like you've made all the commitments and he's sort of talked about the game of golf and being on the golf course and maybe – 
hitting a couple, not really focusing on the takeaway and not keeping the head down through the fire through and all that sort of stuff. You'd but be a little anxious. It would be a thought. bit anxious, wouldn't it, in that Just situation? Wait for the phone call to say, well, we're done or we're not. What was the closest you ever came to being poached out of the Melbourne Tigers? Oh, there was very few questions along the way because everyone knew that it was no. But never surely happen. somebody must have asked a when question at some first, stage when we were rank amateurs. Yeah, uh, Eric Hingston from the St Kilda Football Club pulled me aside, and we went into court nine. And I remember sitting down, down at Albert Park at yeah, Albert Park, yeah, yeah. and sitting down there side. And he goes, "Yeah, I know this is probably not to a chance, but I've got fifteen thousand reasons why I think you should join the St Kilda Saints." I went, "Oh." And I said, oh, I appreciate the opportunity I offer you making, and uh, but no, it's it's not for me. Just think about it. That's all we're saying. You know, I, I haven't spoken to your dad about this. I know I might, blah blah blah. That's that's the that's the only time I got a meaning, a, a, a legitimate, and back then fifteen grand. I would have been a heap of dough. Oh, this is sort of eighty five, eighty six. Yeah, 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 mate. Was that? Did you take that conversational lens or not? Did you? Yeah. yeah and what did uh, what the old man yeah, say? Laugh. Right, and did he didn't take it seriously? Nah, nah, not at all. Didn't take offence. It was a compliment. Did he say it's a huge compliment? Did he say, "Don't worry, Andrew, we've got fifteen for you. Like we'll match no, a dollar for dollar." No, we had nothing, nothing, nada. But then things turned in nineteen eighty nine. The end of eighty nine. Yeah, yeah. Then the club started to get a little bit more professional. Found some resources and away the rest. I won two hundred and fifty thousand. No, no, I have. I have. <laughs> the rest is history. Uh, it's Feel Good Friday. Zambrero has the best burrito in town. Taste one for yourself. A dine-in takeaway or have it delivered. Mm. Folks, the open line is back. We it's back? back in town, apparently. Well, you know what? I think we should throw a couple of other topics out there because it's been throw... paused for quite some time, and I'm sure that a lot of people want to talk about other things other than Brett Ratton. Well, let's make it an open, open line today. Whatever you want to talk about, feel free. And there's a whole lot of stuff. There is. There's a whole lot of stuff flying around. So if you is. want to get back to that, if you do have a non-negotiable, if you were on a coaching subcommittee and there was one non-negotiable mm. that you held, would hold true and dear to yourself before giving the tick to a prospective coach, what, what would that non-negotiable be? Um, Mine's a, very broad. I, I, I want to get it. We said that last time. No, well, we had Rory Lobb. Yeah, I could have squeezed me in. But anyway. No chance. Rory Lobb was far more important than you. No, that is true. Uh, the open line is back. Thanks. Gee, to... he, he's kicking really towards – he kicked some magnificent goals. When some big was, goals. Some huge ones. Mm. Now, I know across the journey, I think if my memory serves well, Why didn't you ask him about it while well, we had him on air? Well, well, I probably should have, shouldn't yeah, I? No, but he, yeah, I thought he's kicking uh, really – 36-24 for the season. Not, not, not. No, it's pretty. No, it's pretty good. But he hits some. He kicks some. Well, you know, very nice him, ones. Can we get him back on the line? No, just no, we don't need to one do more that. Question? I'm yeah. just saying it's just a comment, just a passing comment to give him some love. I, I think that the Bulldogs have picked up someone that that's going to be good. Oh no, he's. I wondered whether they had a glut mm. of those types, but and he well, might have been. That's true. That's might, what I sort of alluded to in that question about how competitive it might be. Yeah, I don't think he took that. I think that no, was the only the frosty. Way? I think it was the only frosty part of the. I didn't interview. mean to be frosty. No, it was a bit chilly. It was more to line of well, where positionally. I, do I think, you think he you're heard. Play? I think he heard you asking. Um, I don't think you're going to be uh, able to. Oh, no. Command that's... a spot in that 22. No. Rory, given the amount of tall people on the no, list. No, that's not. Are you worried about uh, being able to get a regular game? I hope he didn't take it I think it that's that what way. he heard. I hope he didn't take it that way. But uh, but I can understand. Maybe I, I perhaps should have rephrased it. The open line is back. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Best caller. Where do you think he would prefer to play? Full four. Maybe that's what I should have asked. Best caller. You do it both really well. Gets a CB Coast slab of draft. Right.
a slab of CBD. That's 24, draft. is it? My word, it is. 24, two dozen. In the can, and it is a beautiful liquid that comes out of that can when you pop I'm sure top. it's a wonderful beverage. So get on the line. Any, we're just going to do that today. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to talk about, uh, Graham Beggs going to join us. Clint Bizzle going to join us. But in between all of that, lines are yours, folks. Uh, before we get back to the calls, one of those reasons, by the way, that Ross Lyon um, is in the minds of many mm-hmm. favourite to replace Brett Ratton mm-hmm. and has been the talk of the town uh, since the press conference and probably leading into it today. Um, the story that was posted on the Herald Sun earlier today, Jay Clark, Sam Landsberger and Mick Warner share the byline, I will take the call from St Kilda. Yes. So he's very much in. He's in and he's on the front line. Now, let's see how this process plays out, shall we? Tim's in Craigie, Mern. Uh, welcome to the show, Tim. Nice to be able to speak to people again. Afternoon, guys. How are you? Ah, Listen good, that. thanks, That's Tim. beautiful, Tim. Um, I reckon uh, Nathan Buckley's a big chance. Um, he used to be under Jeff Walsh at Collingwood from 2017 to 2020. Well, you know what? He I should saw... be. He should be in the mix. I think so, too. I think he'd be fantastic. And uh, the experience he's had at Collingwood, a fresh... Had a, a bit of a time off in the media where he does a magnificent job, as I might add. Too good a job. Network. Too good a job. Too good a job. That might be I the saw, reason he doesn't go back to coaching. I saw Bucks. I, I, it was a Sunday before the bounce, and he was there, and I was coming in, and I was a bit flat because we just I was coaching the NBL one, and he's there, and he, he said, "What's wrong, guys? You're not up and about." I said, "Ah, oh, mate, just had this win," and he said, "That is the reason why I will never be coaching again." He said to me, "He goes, I, I said, turn it up, Bucks. You'll have a spell. You'll be." Back. He was could not have been more adamant that nah, I'm not I'm not coaching now. Whether he was just having a bit of a laugh or not, I'm not sure. But because uh, that's what we do around Fox Footy, we have no, a bit of a laugh. You can tell, mate. It comes through. <laughs> Thank you. It comes through the so telly. He was he's having very, a great time. Great mates. Seen, great people. And, just having a great time. And publicly on all your shows. On this and the brekkie, the the fine work that he does on the breakfast well, show. This here. is where he's really at his best. And at Fox Footy, best here. Whenever he's okay been asked about there. it, he's been pretty categoric that he is not interested. Do you believe him? Nah. Okay. <laughs> Dave's in Mernda. Dave, welcome to the program. It's just it's it's like a having. A Beethoven type symphony in our ear, ear in our ear holes, being able to speak to people again. How yeah. are you, mate? Gabe, had to get down to Wimmer straight up to lock it. But um, <laughs> I, I, I'm just curious, um, boys, um, just to see in you know what we're going to do for the next generation of St Kilda fans. You know what are they going to do? This is a heart health story, and what do I do with my kids? You know, it's been the same thing for the last however many years. What do we do there for the kids, and how do we tell them? So you're you're not happy that with what's happened with rats? No, Dave's Dave. made his point. I don't think he wants to engage in a back and forth. Well, I'm just not understanding. He's, he's... No, I don't think he wants to, he wants to be able to tell his kids that we support a great club that stands by well, good course. people. And how do you tell your kids that when you when you oh, say no, to no. a good person like Brett Ratton is right. two more, and okay. then 98 days later you say ta da, oh, right. so and, and then when you front mm. up to the media, media mm. to explain your decision, you give them nada. So he's Don't not give happy. Him so squat. Dave's not happy with that, uh, which is fair enough. Don't I can even understand give us a breadcrumb. St Kilda f- uh, fan, but we've we've heard and received a lot of feedback from St Kilda fans that actually endorsed the no, no. decision. So this is what I said. So what split a lot of people? No, 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 no. This is what I said at the start of the show. Talk to me. You can have, you can believe that the that finding another coach is the right decision, mm-hmm. right? But you can also equally, if you hold that view, mm. you can also believe the way they get to got to this point is a, is diabolical. Yeah, 
So, so you can believe would, him. Would but that, would that... It's a bit like what Essendon are mm. doing. So Essendon made some horrible mistakes, mm. some embarrassing mistakes on the way through. But the reasons, their reactions to and the reasons for making the mistakes, you can argue uh, have some merit behind them. Do you think that means, Andy, that that's you going to... I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you think that means that that's going to hurt in their pursuit of a new candidate? What has taken place is well, going I to don't hurt believe, them? I don't believe... I don't believe there is a pursuit of a new. I believe well, they have to pursue a new coach. No, no they believe they've got the new coach. Oh, you think they've already? I believe they've got him. Oh, that's right. my belief. Okay. I believe I, that's my gut feel that they've already got right. who they want. How long before they announce it? Um, well, look, I'm probably Would they be playing the game a little I'm bit. Probably here? barking mad, aren't I? I mean, they're probably you should be taking them at their word. But because let me tell you, as soon as in this industry, more so than others, as two as soon as two people know something, it's no longer a secret. That's how this industry. Well, there usually are people. Works. That, okay, well, if that's the case, so clearly, so they're not. If that, if you're, you're saying is correct, it's not going to be. Uh, well, clearly, what I'm saying is not right because there are people out there who are saying is they've already the job's done. He's mm. got it. So who Ross Lyon? So if if that was the case, according to your theory, which I don't disagree with, mm. uh, the mail online would be stronger than it is at the moment. It's it's strong speculation, but. Mm. It would be more than that. So I'm probably wrong, and there probably will be uh, some candidates sought. Um, but they didn't – certainly today there was no mention of a subcommittee no. being formed. There was no mention of, uh, you know, casting the net far and wide. It was going to be swift, mm. and it was going to be decisive. Yep. That, they were the words mm. we were hearing, particularly from Lethers. So when, uh, when, from Simon Left Lane. Mm. So when, um, a, when a review comes back when one of the most – not the – but one of the most important stakeholders of the players – uh, were very supportive of rats, then it's hard to get your head around. Well, yeah, that is true. What's and that's true? What's been the catalyst? Oh, well, you 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 worry that there might be something else to it. I don't, but I worry well, that there. I, well, I, I you did because I I no. What I'm I saying is I thought you is, were worried that there might be no, something else. No, I'm to worried it. that people will now start speculating. Oh, okay. I'm not sorry. saying there Beg is. I don't think there is by any stretch. Yeah, sure. Sorry. But what I'm saying is that people will speculate, unfortunately, and come up with My bad. some sort of cockamamie explanations R- that, that may not be anywhere near the mark. Let's go out to East Doncaster, top of the hill, up there near the shopping town. Used to be a big nightclub That's at the nice. top of the shop. It is. Yes, I went there mm. once. Ooh. Yes. Is it still there? I don't believe so. Rory Nickabellas. Nickabellas in Malvern. Yeah. No, I know, but I didn't know whether it's still there. Were you just talking it's about nothing nightclubs? to do with the top of the town or whatever? No, oh, yeah, that's a dodgy establishment. Well, not dodgy, but no, I'm just saying whether. What's or not... the name of the joint that used to be at the top of the? I know the joint. You used to drive by and you see the lights. High lights or something. High lights. You see the lights from the yeah, up there. The yeah. when you just uh, the top of the town. Get off the else. freeway. Yeah, there for. Uh... Oh, Rory. Good afternoon Jeez, to you. Coming strong oh, today. Rory, welcome. Rosa. Rory? How are you, boys? Good to hear you back on deck again. Thank, Thank you. you. And you know what's good more you important? Back on deck again. And yes, it's a long time ago that that was open. Yeah, what yeah, was yeah, there? Yeah, you gotcha. Yeah, good. Loud and clear. Yep. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Hey, listen. Basketball. Yes. Basketball. Uh, uh, Gazy, I don't know if you watched the uh, the Bucks um, uh, Nets game the other day, the preseason game. Saw a bit of it. I did First see quarter. the stats, yes. Um, Ben Simmons scored. He's, he got he got yep. rebounds. He did all that sort of stuff, which is great. Mm. But the first the first quarter, you won't see this on the stats when when Giannis was backing into the low post. Yep. Ben Simmons was on him three times, and each time uh, Giannis couldn't get a shot shot off. Yep. 
twice it was a panic panic pass off, mm. and one one there was a bit of a shot, but it, it mm. went nowhere. And then then they moved moved uh, Simmons off Giannis. Yes. I reckon throughout this season, there's one person descending Giannis who Giannis doesn't want, and it's going to be Ben Simmons. Oh, 100%. seriously, seriously good. One hundred percent, it is. And and you know why, Rory? But this is something that he's been renowned for. This has oh, been his strength, his ability to defend. He can guard one through five. So he can guard someone like uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Rajon Rondo. Or, or he can, you can switch and Muggsy he can Bokes. multiple positions. That is man. his absolute strength. And, and unfortunately, Wee despite man. all the other greatness that he has, the way in which he can distribute the ball, the way he can defend, almost, even in that exhibition game, Spud almost, correct, Spud. almost had a triple-double in that uh, exhibition game. But despite all that other stuff that he does uber elite, He's all right now. The narrative right is everyone's just going to be looking at him and Shoot. commenting, commenting on how he shoots the ball, mm-hmm. whether whether he likes it or not. And you know what? I think he's handled the last month or so with some of the interviews that he's done, whether it was JJ Reddick or even when he was talking about that air ball from the the, the park yeah. the other day. I think he's been really good with his responses. It's not like he doesn't acknowledge that that's something he's going to have to deal with. Nice work. Uh, we're here for Robot Building Supplies. Thank you for your call, Rory. Uh, sky High it was sky called. Sky High it was called. Or High Society. High Society. Mm. You know, I think it was High Society. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Sky High is the one out of the airport. Mm. There used to be a nightclub out of the airport. This is a topic in itself. No, High Some Life. Some of the great Nickabellas. Nickabellas. Talk I was H. at Nickabellas. Nickabellas. Hey, hey, hey. No, no, hey, talk- hey, hey. Oh, yeah, Tuesdays. Grain store. Oh, the grain hey. store tavern. Had the live okay. music in the one section. What was your go-to night and what nightclub was it? Oh. Yeah, a lot of other calls. If you had Young a... folk out there going, what are they talking Edwards about? Edwards Tavern, mm. Monday night, oh. Dr. Spalding. Captain Spalding. Captain Spalding. Wednesday night, 28 mm. and overs. Nurses. I was the only one that could get in with the grey hair. Magnificent. All the mates. I tell you... <laughs> Thursday night, York Butter Factory. (laughs) Yes. Yes. What about the demographic at Nicabella's? When you go to nightclubs and they're just, you know, you're the young folk. and (laughs) Last stop sign. And then on a Wednesday night you go there. (laughs) Gee whiz, it was a different approach to things. (laughs) Direct. It was a directness. (laughs) <laughs> what was your nightclub? And what was, was the directness. what was your go to nightclub? And what night was About it? About what's going yeah. on, Nicabellas? Oh my oh, god! My mate Steve Farino at Nicabellas. Oh. I got the APB at about oh. ten to six the next morning. Hey, you know what's even better? Hey, you gotta come get me, mate. It's no good. He got in the fridge. Nick and Bellas. He got in the fridge to get the address. Oh, God almighty. You know what's even better? <laughs> Nick and Bellas oh, just before closing time. Oh, 20... Talk about directness. <laughs> 25 to 5. Oh, boy, Jiminy, there's some uh, <laughs> memories flooding back. Chasers. There's, oh, yes. There's another one that had a, a, a special evening for the veterans. <laughs> I'm serious, Andy. It was an age. Yeah, the one in Texas uh, down in Chapel Street. Yeah, but what about the one under the bridge, Casey's? Casey's in Hawthorne. That's it. Off Glenfree Road the on a one. Tuesday night. Actually, yeah, that's that the near, one I'm thinking of. Glenfree Station. Nickabellas was down the, on the, the corner end of High of the Street. No, no, High yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah, Casey's. Casey's yes. is the one that had the Casey's real game. No though. mucking around required yes. Casey's. Uh, Jeff's in Diamond Creek. Jeff. Oh, don't believe we're having this conversation. Yeah. 
No, great, great topic, uh, lads, for a Friday afternoon, bringing back the memories. You touched on it before, uh, Gazy. Yes. Brainstorm on a Wednesday night with Network. Network. Um, $10, drink responsibly. Yep. Beer, of course, back in yep. the day. Um, and you'll also remember the great Tony Ronaldson, who used to do a lot of the heavy lifting um, yeah. at the places for uh, B&B Entertainment, Paladin, Lazar, Sugar Shack. He was a was he a bit of a bouncer uh, type operator? Day. Was he? I remember him in the Sugar yeah. Shack. Was he on the door at the Sugar Shack, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, big unit. Yeah, back um, so where you're on, mate. Uh, Gazy PR. Yes, and um, the Sugar was, Shack on a Friday no, after and, work. And he was, was the boss of it all, and I hope on. he doesn't mind me saying this because he used to uh, look after the fellas when they ever the arrived. Was shack. Dale Reeves? Dale Reeves was the uh, security at all the joints, and uh, he, uh, he made sure that all the goings on was all. Uh... The girl who looked after people when they came inside the house at uh, the Sugar Shack gave away a mm-hmm. few drink cards and stuff. Mm. She used to be on uh, Neighbours. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a superstar. Actually, yes. She was sort of auburn haired, beautiful girl. I right. can't remember her name, but uh, no, no, she was um, very uh, hospitable. Oh, I yeah. mean, with, with drink cards and things. The Chevron. Remember the Chevron? Oh, Damn. I was never really a big Chevron. Yeah, that was a bit, killed her, right? Yeah. Yeah, you needed it. It was, a it bit was Terry Wallace type, Dermot Brewer type. Yeah, mm. you know, you didn't go there. You, you were <laughs> no, away I went there. Yeah, yeah you would have tried. Showers, we'll see you back at the you would have tried. You would have tried it on at the Chevron, but you would have been out of your depth. <laughs> Places like um, there are a couple of places you went that were boots. just a bit too. Oh, if you can't get in with, with desert boots, well, you don't go. No desert boots. Not here. going in then. If no, that's no. all I have had on. So I had to wear the school shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wear them because I couldn't get the size. I couldn't get the nice shoes. I had to wear the black school shoes. School shoes. No choice. No, no chance. No like it. Well, that's Trout's true. in Woodend. One hundred percent, it's true. Trout. Good afternoon to you. Go Tigers. Hello, Tiger boys. How are you? Hey, Trout. Hey, Trout, just quickly, before you get going, Mm -hmm. uh, are you the team to beat in 2023? I think we'd be the underdogs. We should be up there. Underdogs. Fat clacker. You are the team to beat. Hopper and and Tarano coming in. Equal favourites. Yeah, no, I'm pretty happy with the boys coming in. But look, my heart goes out to Rats. I think, you know, he's had such a tough probably 10 years or so, you know, yep. and then this is just the icing on the cake. But I'm worried, um, uh, Andy, I, I don't want you to swear like you did last time, but I'm a bit worried about the first two rounds of cricket have been um, cancelled. I'm reckoning my arm's so tight and ready to go, I'm going to bowl 140. Oh, you need to give it away, mate. You're too old now. Mm. Time for you to give it away, Trout. Go down there. No, I'm... No, get behind the bar. Keep helping out. Mm. Um, but time for you to give it away. We don't need to be hearing your stories if you're still cranking up to about 135 and knocking some bloke's middle peg out. No one believes that stories, Trout. So <laughs> probably time for you to just give it away. Focus out on focus on helping the young fellas out and uh, uh, look forward to the tides. Mm. That's what it's all about, I would have thought. Now, oh, Silvers. Oh. <laughs> Did you ever do any sharp work? Was that in Turak Road? Yeah, I think it was. Oh, yeah, no good. Mm. No, no. You Inflation go try- at the top of Swanson Street. See, that was always you a place. You had to the stairs. You had to really back yourself. Uh, yeah. If you had to be at the top of your game at inflation. <laughs> if you went to inflation and you were anything, packing anything less yes. than 100% confidence mm. and really happy with yourself, mm. no chance. I think the tunnel had a, a real- about, it, about it as well. Oh, yeah. Well, see, the tunnel was full of footballers. You had to steer clear of places that were full of <laughs> footballers. Right. Tunnel, hard. no good. Chevron, no good. No, inflation, too hard. Inflation had good dancers. 
Yes. A lot of blokes who could really dance that at the... Was, um, Don't Network, go there. Network was the band at the grain store. Oh. That was um, Rod Hines' brother. What was his name? was the lead singer. Yeah. Yeah, Marsha. Jeez, I tell you. <laughs> Jeff's in grain. Hind, not Hines. Oh, sorry. Hind. Jeff's got a night. In fact, do we have just have Jeff on talking about the night? Was that Let's another Jeff? Again. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, favourite nightclub. What was it and what night was it? Uh, always on a Sunday. Yep. G-Bung, Depot, Star oh, Bar. Yes. Well, yeah, Star Bar, yes. G-Bung on a Sunday. Get, what time did you get there, Jeff, on it? Because this will tell me whether you were uh, a legit. One? Yes, mm. well, that's a bit that's early. Legit. That's a little early. You're probably, one in the afternoon. You're probably three sheets by the time uh, the real action starts to take place. But, yeah, but if you had to roll in at about 4 o'clock on a Sunday, Arvo, G-Bung, mm. when it was uh, really at its peak. Mm. And... Uh, Yep. No there was a joint down at Frankston I went to one time. Yeah, the 21st was, Century Dance Club. That's it. Yes. That had the revolving, revolving dance, floor. dance floor. Yes, it did. I only went there once. <laughs> Too dangerous. <laughs> it was a bit mean. Mate. Yeah, territorial. Had the Connies. No, ter- the Connies. Oh, yeah. Jackets. Territorial, too. If you're yeah. an out of t- out of nah. out of towner no and you uh, start to get a bit friendly with one yeah. of the local lasses, no, it wasn't, wasn't no good, mate. Wasn't welcoming, <laughs> no at all. Well, the Hello. the ladies may have been, but the uh, boys, no. no, Richie's in Coburg, <laughs> never frequented it. I never either. No, I'm just coming off the SMS. Hey Jeff, there's a fifty dollar brick loan brewing voucher coming your way. Lovers and makers of great beers come together. Keep, uh, listen. Where was you, Where did you do your best nightclub work, and what night was it? We want to hear from you. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Saloon bar. <laughs> remember that one? I think the Jason Dunst was one it. of the owners. I think he did. I remember he got me in too. You one know they time. used to have on a Thursday night, Melrose night. Yes, spot on. They the had a big screen. They yes. had Mel- Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero into Melrose. It used to be packed. The line packed. out the front. Packed. What? How do they go under? What happened to him? Oh, I don't know. Hey, disappointed oh, I didn't I didn't meet, I didn't catch up with Andy the other day. He was in the house and everyone else was getting photos with him and all sorts of stuff. You were crook, weren't you? No, no, I was here late. I had something oh. else on that day. I was doing some stuff at Swinney and Andy, I'm sorry I missed you, mate, but uh, lovely to hear your voice. What do you got for us this week? Gay, Andy. Gay, Gazy. That's okay, Andy. Ah, uh, no, it's a pity to miss yes. you, mate. I know Julio got the photo and... I'm very, very envious. Of oh, him, I miss mate. you as well. So, yeah, Gazy was that. overseas, so yes. he had a bit of that. Um, what? Uh, what's your question for the week, Andy? Uh, before my question, I'd like to say this. I want to say thank you so very much to these people: April yes. Austin, and Jordan Jusu, and yep. Sammy Embert, and Mitch Shot, and the rest of the SEN family, getting me and um, your busy time and having a chat with me, and no I had a photo with me last Friday afternoon. And personally, it was the best. Day ever. Thank you so much, oh, guys. Mate, you're a magnificent. Andy. You're part of the family, Andy. Yes. So uh, it wouldn't be a Friday without you, Coco. So uh, nice that uh, you were able to come in. And uh, for those of us who didn't get to say good day in person, we apologise. But I'm glad you had a great day. Um, have you got a question for us? Yes, I've got a question today. Is see the trade period finished on Wednesday night? Name me both free players need a big season at 2023 at their new club and why. Mm. Good question. Uh, okay. Um, There's going to be more than three. Be, yeah, suspect. okay. Uh, I'll go um, Aaron Francis. I'd like to see you have a big year. Now, who needs one, though? Oh, I think he needs one. Right, okay. uh, Isaac Rankin could do with a big season just to keep. Oh, I think he's got a bit more to play with. Than... I'll tell you, who needs a big season. Mm. Ollie, Henry needs a, Ollie Henry needs a big season. Ollie Henry just needs mm. to go, yeah, the fuss was worth it. Mm. The fuss was worth it. I reckon. Um... There's three off the top of my head. 
I reckon. Give me one. Brody Grundy with the change. I, he doesn't need. But I think with timeout, with all that's been on, I think a lot of eyeballs are going to be on to see nice. how he I fits like in. It. There you go, now, Andy. Whether, I don't four. know whether he needs a big season or not, but he needs a, a season. There's four for you, Andy. So we'll see how we go. Uh, now back to nightclubs. What was your favourite nightclub, and why was uh, what night was it, and why? Uh, mix in Preston. Uh, take us back in time, Michael. Yeah, boys. Okay, so Richmond Social Club Friday yes. night. Yes. Unbelievable. It was sensational. Spot you didn't get on. there till 11 o'clock, left at 6 in the morning, Correct. and uh, went over and then played football. Correct. <laughs> and you would not be surprised to see some of the more AFL players perhaps uh, extending the hours ever so slightly, mm. Michael. Uh, yeah, it was, it was the best best place on earth. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah, never never went there, Mick. But, uh, you nice, never went there? Never went there. Not, well, it was the opposite. No, Why would I be going there? Be. No, but just because of No the, chance. Uh, Jenny's in Box Hill. Jenny, take us back in time. Where was it and why? Mm. Yeah, um, the, I've thought of another one while I've been waiting. Yeah. But the first one was the Love Machine oh, in geez. South Yarra. Oh, blimey. Jenny, and Jenny. I believe yep. it's... Going, mm. Jenny. I was there at the Carlton AFLW program. We had our uh, BNF about two at years the ago. Love machine. No, no, no. Listen to me. About two or three years ago, and then afterwards, uh, the crew go right. Oh, where are we going? And they go, we're going to the love, love machine. machine. So we went to the love machine. Mm. Uh, I'm in the corner with Daniel Halfertime, and mm. we didn't quite know what we were looking at. Right. Uh, it was a magnificent real was eye it, opener. Was it? Was it a a, a tasty? I it was an extraordinary, know. extraordinary group. Mm. Jenny, the next day, a bloke got shot dead out the front of the. Oh, that's. <laughs> the very, it was only like two years ago. Yes. Remember I the know. story? A bloke got. When the night we were there, yes. the next night, a bloke. I've heard about that. Gunned down yes. in, the, in the doorway. Mm, Good cool. Lord, Jenny. Um, you had another one, though. Well, the second, yeah, the second one, not so much a nightclub, but a good vibe, mm. and that was the um, Hawthorne Footy Club, Linda Chris, and oh, Thursday God. night, yes. the trainer's room. Oh. Um, you'd burn your lips oh. on the uh, deep-fried chicken uh, drummy, oh, um, and then if you had one too many of Bobby Yeoman's, <laughs> who was a trailer, a trainer, if you had one too many of his whiskies that he used to pour, yep. uh, you'd crawl home. No, oh, Jenny, they were the glory days. <laughs> I know where you were going yes. there for a minute, but we got out of it okay. Yeah, hey, Jenny, there's a slab of uh, CB Code draft coming your way. <laughs> Brewing beer for Australian Day since 2004. Graham Big, not too far away from joining us. Got one of the real frontliners in tomorrow's Caulfield Cup. Uh, we'll talk to him about non-conformist chances. Got a couple of others going around tomorrow and a few tonight. So it was we'll, second last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it did in, behind the boom uh, mm. incentivised last year. So he been a terrific horse, non-conformist. So it looks like he's he's done much work since uh, the last uh, <laughs> in between. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he's had a few runs in between. Has, yeah. has... No, I think he's been building to this. I reckon the, I, we'll find out from Graham when he oh. joins us. But my. My 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 hunch is that this is the grand final for right. non-conformists, and everything's been leading up to um, tomorrow. Cup? Melbourne Cup candidate. He's no? got another one in the cup. Uh, you can. We'll he ask does. him. About, yeah, we'll ask him about that. Luna when we get there. Flair. Well, why are you asking me about non-conformists? Well, I just didn't know whether. Well, it's, if non-conformist wins, wins the Caulfield Cup in strong fashion, I don't know whether he's a, got the two miles in him. But you can ask Graham right. if he does come through the Caulfield Cup. Might he have a couple of runners in the past? Well, it's a great form race. Being able to do the. 
It's a great in both. It, well, it's a or great do fl- well in both. It's a great least. form race for mm. the Melbourne Cup. Okay, uh, but but <clears throat> same with the uh, Werribee one, isn't it? The Werribee one. That's oh, back in the day, no, not anymore. You used to get a bit of attention. I think it's back to sixteen hundred meters now. The old Werribee Cup. Oh, is Cup. it? I believe. So. I could be wrong. But Remember back in the day, yeah, but not anymore. You'd have one. Yeah, noble comment. Never quality It was needed at the win to qualify. Yeah, no, but a couple of the country of... cups were like right. that. No, well, noble comment won a couple of Werribee Cups and ran uh, finished. Behind the winner in the placings a couple right. of times in the Melbourne Cup. Okay. Anyway, it's testing my memory. Now, I want to get back to nightclubs. <laughs> so St- do I. St- the glory days of nightclubs. Are they still around? Are uh, they still a thing, nightclubs? Yeah, of they course still they are. are. Yeah, right. I don't know if they have the same sort of zest that we... Pizzazz? Nah, definitely not. The same. You get away with a... He- it was a bit... I reckon it was a probably a little more dangerous back in our day. There what do you mean dangerous? There was a few unhinged that would get along there and... and um, oh, no. Yeah, it's... And, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I haven't been in one for a long, <laughs> long, long time. Let's go to one one night after work. No, I don't think we'd. No, we'll take Rod you remember when, when we, we used... will him. Well, the four of us will nick out to nightclub one night. But do you remember? We'll have, when... we have a dinner after work yeah. and then we'll hit the nightclubs. Remember when you used to go and you'd, see, we go. you'd see that old bloke at the club and you'd <laughs> well, go, what be... <laughs> the hell is he doing here? I bumped into we my would be one of those I bumped into my old man and his mates at a nightclub one night. It oh, was no. the most terrifying experience. No. Walked into Edwards Tavern on a Monday night and mm. there's Dave and my old man and Dave Cowper yeah. and a couple of their dodgy mates. Oh, yeah. no good. Nah, terrible. Terrible stuff. thing to see. Mm. So anyway, it's just going the mind's starting to wander now. Steve Jeez. Jeez, we could tell some stories oh, about the, Andrew. the days. Andrew. Mm. Steve's in Greenvale. What was your favourite nightclub? If you win the Geelong Cup, you qualify. Yeah, for the, the Geelong Cup, Cup gets in. Mm. Steve, uh, favourite nightclub, and on what night, please? Uh, look, I did the circuit. Uh, <laughs> warehouse Wednesdays. Yes. Um, Chasers Saturdays, Sunday Chevron, uh, Crush Club, uh, back to Mondays, and then Billboards <laughs> Tuesdays. But if you want to know where I did my best dancing, it was the Crush Club. On a Monday and a Sunday, where half the time, guys, every time I was there, <laughs> the dance floor would clear out because there'd be an all-in brawl every oh, week, no. and the only people left would be me and my mate on the dance floor, and that's what the girls were waiting for—a dancer, not someone who brawls. Oh, and yeah. I did all my picking up those oh, nights. Well run. Where was the? Where was the? Heard of the Crush Club? Yeah, where was it? It was in um, Brunswick, down Sydney Road, right oh, down yeah. the bottom end. Um, yeah. yeah, it was great. It was uh, it was the place to be. And you're wrong about the Chevron. That was the second most popular place. And I swear, I saw everyone there. Molly Meldrum, Dermy. Um, you know what? It was everything and anything you wanted over there. It was booming. Even mm. Kylie rolled up. Oh, yeah. No, no. Oh, no. I, mean, I just meant you had to be... You know, you had to sort of be in the know. A little bit of, uh, you the know. The carousel. Remember the carousel too? Down yeah, on Albert Park. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. What's going on with that joint these days? No, it's a reception centre. It's still going? Yeah, it still okay. goes. Pete's in Greensboro. What nightclub and on what night, Peter? Yeah, go boys. Love your work. Thank you. Um, love yours. The one, that we, the one that we used to love was the underground in King Street, Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. We'd, um, oh, we'd turn up just after midnight, yeah. um, nice and primed for the evening, and um, <laughs> it was a great night. We had... They used to give us free wine and orange juice all night, so yep. it was a pretty cheap night, but it was a place to be. Um, me and the boys, we'd, we'd, get, we'd probably go there every Saturday night, and probably during the weeknights, we'd probably go to Sheik's mostly. Mm. Sheik's. But about, but, about but about four o'clock, come four o'clock, I had a mate of mine. As soon as Bronski came on, 
he would absolutely go wild and start dancing on his own near a pole. Tell me what? Bronski beat. Here's one thing. Tell for me you. why I can't well, sing that. love the Bronski yeah, beat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You know, Andy, it's <laughs> the Bronski beat. I've not thought about the Bronski beat for, and not unhappy to say this, for about 30 years. No, you wouldn't have. No. No reason no, no. to. Remember the, this song? Yeah. Oh, it used to go Coco Bananas at nightclubs. Yeah. If you heard this at a nightclub, probably Tiny Dallas, yeah. I reckon. Remember the underground had the blue, the cobblestone, the blue stone yeah. on the way in. Only place I've ever got thrown out of. Oh, I got thrown only why? place, and it wasn't even my fault. Why'd you get thrown I'll out? I'll tell you why. This is what happened. I was there with me mate, yes, and we were there just by ourselves, and we were just lucky to get in the joint. So we were there, and we weren't having a big night or anything. So we, the, the, a couple of ladies came up and start talking to her, and my mate says, "Oh, do you like a drink? Yeah, yeah, we'll have a drink." So he come back, <laughs> and he and he had four waters. Oh, what? So we had a cup of water and gave them water, the two lovely ladies, water. Well, they wanted champagne Well, or they had a, they, they saw us water and you know what they did? Spat it on him. They threw it. <laughs> they threw it at him. Now he's ducked and behind him was some other bloke that oh, got no. saturated. Oh no. So they've walked off. He's gone, me and he, me and me mate. Oh. And they've said, and then so there's a bit of argy bungy. They say, say, what did we do? They, they threw the water. We didn't throw the water. So you're lining up a couple of young ladies. So, so you've let down so, and by I'm, not buying a glass of champagne. Correct. And they've thrown the water. A brown cow. So what happened was is then the, there's a bit of pushing and shoving because oh. I didn't want it. And I'm trying with to the, separate With the mate. bouncers? No, with the bloke. Oh, and yeah, then the oh, bouncers yeah. come over. And they give me and the mate. I've done nothing. I'm just standing there. I've done nothing. They've given me and him the tap and said, it's time for you to leave. I've said, hang on a second. Turn it up. The, the girl threw the water. This bloke didn't see it because he was back to it. And then it's, it's time to go. So then the bloke's abusing me, mate. And I'm saying, so calm down. We'll buy you a drink. Come. He didn't want to hear anything of it. No, no, Let me tell you, as soon as we got out of the joint, I reckon Carl Lewis couldn't have caught us. We were running that fast <laughs> because we thought the blow for coming is marshalling us. the troops. True story, Andy. Frank, you know, only place I've ever been thrown out. Of. One of the best hot dogs you'll ever get out the front of the uh, right uh, underground. Mm. Magnificent hot dog vendor. Uh, Frank's in Mill Park. What night and what nightclub, Frank? No, that was the other joint. The hot no, dog. no, no. Well, it may have been, but there was no, a magnificent. What was the other joint? They you go good up hot dogs. from you know where um, the underground was. You yeah. go up and you go left. Down that lane, and there was a club right there. Oh, I don't know. Yes, you do. I think it was the one where a very famous footballer, um, what was the name of the um, joint? Uh, Sounds a bit seedy for mine. Wonder whether Graham Begg's got a favourite nightclub. He's about to join us. Hey, Frank, Mm. before you uh, before we get to Graham Begg, who's got? Have we spoken to Frank yet? No, Francis. How are you? No, good, buddy. Uh, Happy Friday. You too. Thank Uh, you. Great topic. Can I just say a big shout-out to everyone who's been affected by these uh, floods. Yeah, nice hope point. everything works out for yep, it. Well, uh, point. Please look out for each other. Um, okay, a couple that I used to hit the nightclubs with with my mates was uh, Bombay Rock oh, on a yes, Saturday yes. night. Yes, classic. Yes. And also yes. another one that used to be called the Garment. It was at the back of Ligon um, Street. It was the Ooh. old exhibition building. What that's was it called? Zagamis. Yeah, Zagamis. Yeah, absolutely. No, oh, I remember Zagamis. Yeah, well, that's not this. That's somewhere else. What do you mean? Well, Zagamis is in flipping Waverley or somewhere. That's where Toby Green and his mates had a bit of uh, 
Bit of trouble one bit night. Of push and shove. Yeah, a little issue. Yeah. Well, it's still. Hey, Graham club. Biggs, let's not waste Graham Biggs' time. Caulfield it is. Let's not waste Graham Biggs' time. Master trainer. Right. He's got one of the favourites of the Caulfield Cup tomorrow. He's got a couple uh, uh, saddling up tonight, too, by the way, at Packenham. Uh, but he's been good enough to join us thanks to the Monopoly game at Maccas. It's back in full swing. Graham Big, thanks for joining us on the show. Good morning, guys. Or good afternoon, I should say. Hey, Graham, <laughs> before we get on to you about your, your super galloper tomorrow, uh, back in the day, you wouldn't go to many nightclubs. Now, trainers, you stretched it. Yeah, no, no good for nightclubs. But back in your wild youth, um, did you have a favourite little night spot where G Beg used to. Uh, Sort of do some of his best work. Cock H. Oh, oh, oh yes. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So nowadays, you're yeah, going. Go Frequent that establishment a few times <laughs> right. over the So nice. right. So let's say let's say non-conformist wins tomorrow. Um, where, where do where do where does the big camp and the owners the owners and everybody involved? Where, where do you go tomorrow night to celebrate the Caulfield Cup? No, I'll be having a quiet dinner somewhere down in Mornington. Yeah, Very yeah. quiet these days and subdued. Yeah, hey, nice. how's the – before we get on to the horse, how have the training facilities been affected, if at all, by these um, these rains? I've noticed the racing industry around Victoria and New South Wales and in Adelaide have been, have been hammered by rising rivers and all sorts of stuff. Have you guys got through it okay? Yeah, we're over at Cranbourne. No, we've um, – everything was open this morning. Just the grass tracks have been impacted – uh, but you know what? It's been like it for the last few months. So um, you know, it's just another day, and uh, you've got to get on with it. What, what about with uh, particularly tomorrow on the track and the course? Has, mm. has it has it um, been a significant factoring in with what you've got to do? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not ideal from our camp. Um, our horse has never run on a heavy track. He's run on a soft track, um, soft six. Uh, but nothing like it he'd probably experience tomorrow. I think mm. you guys can remember that it's uh, the third day of the, uh, the, the meeting at Caulfield, and they've had about 28 races um, already over the three days so prior to the Caulfield Cup. So, um, you know, it'll be pretty cheered up. So what do you do, Graeme? I mean, if you, you're not certain how he's going to get through the heavy, and it's I think it might be a heavy nine now. I think it might have – I stand to be corrected on that, but – what do you do? Do you, do you just kind of roll the dice at such a huge race and, and just, you know, let, let's see what happens? Yeah, I think that's what you've got to sort of do. You're just going to have to um, um, roll the dice and just see what happens. And, uh, you know, uh, he's drawn out a bit. He'll probably roll forward. But, look, they'll be using plenty of the track. Don't worry about that. You know, there'll be, um, you know, plenty of, plenty of territory there. And... Uh, They'll be scouting wide from probably about the 900 metres. And you ran such a great race for you, you know, this time last year. How's the preparation been coming into this one? Yeah, he put his hand up last week. He ran against the best horses in the country at Wait for Age last week and got beaten two and a half lengths. So it tells us he's pretty much on song. Uh, the only variable will be the, uh, the conditions on the day. Yep. And you've got a couple more running around in race six. You've got Rose Quartz and uh, Nicolite. What uh, what do we make of those? I think at this stage they'll be unlikely to start. Oh. Um, both aren't, aren't very uh, good in wet ground. Um, so, yeah, we'd be thinking at this stage that they won't right. take their place. Graeme, what's the best? You've got a couple tonight as well. I don't know if you're going to sort of tip us into either of those uh, before we let you go, but... You've had so many great – I think you've 15 group ones you've had on the way through, heaps of group and listed races that you and the stable have been able to jag. 
Have you had a favourite? Have you had one go through the stable if, if you were pressed to um, sit above all others? Is there one that, that is the best that you've ever had? I think probably all silent. Yep. He probably puts his hand up. It's probably been one of the best. Uh, performed very, very well over a couple of spring carnivals uh, in Melbourne over, over the uh, Flemington meeting. He won two Group 1 races. Uh, very, very good racehorse. And, uh, you know, he, he gave us, you know, a lot of good thrills. And what about Luna Flair? You've got, is that your first Melbourne Cup runner? That can't be right, can it? Absolutely. First runner in a Melbourne wow, Cup. Wow, what? Uh, looking forward to it. And she's in good form and... Uh, she um, has her um, final preparation run in the Mooney Valley Cup next week. Have, right. you, have you had many go through the stable that you've, you've targeted it at the Cup and haven't been able to get there? Have you had any um, hard luck stories on the, on the way through the Melbourne Cup through the years? Just never had the right horse, to be yeah, truthful. Yeah. Um, you know, she's come along and I call her the gift that keeps on giving because <laughs> right. every preparation just keeps on coming up and, <laughs> and producing the goods and... Uh, and um, you know, she's got herself into the Melbourne Cup. Uh, if there was, if there's, let, let's say tomorrow, just before we let you go, let's say non-conformist handles it, you know, gets the run that you need him to get from fifteen, and handles the going, you know, surprisingly well, and does everything right. Let's say you're you're in the finish tomorrow, Graham. Who do you expect to be in the finish with? Oh, look, I think Smoke and Romans ticks all the boxes. He's won his last couple of starts. He's won group one his last start. He's in with 51 and a half. Handles wet ground and can race up on speed. He'll certainly be hard to beat. Mate, good luck. Um, it's it's a time-honoured race, obviously, and it's a huge form line you know, through to the, the, the big cup later on. But uh, the Caulfield Cup in and of itself is a magnificent trophy and a great race to win. And uh, all things being equal, you've got one of the really good chances. Let's hope you get a great run and you're there when the whips are cracking, mate. Thanks for joining us on the show. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks. Good to chat. Good yeah, on all you. All the best. Graham Begg, who uh, thanks to the Monopoly game at Mac is in full swing. I think when, when, when Graham Begg wants, I think when Graham Begg wants to talk yeah. racing, he says to his people, "I want to talk to Gazi and Murray. They're, they're the two that I really want <laughs> to speak to. I think so. I think he. <laughs> I think he is. Just get me on the run home because those two boys will ask all the right questions, yes. and they'll uh, and I've got some stuff they, I want they to can dissect it yes. like no other. Yes, indeed. I don't think it'd be fair to say uh, Brett's lost the players. I know it's a term industry likes to lose. Brett's got great respect from our playing group. We spoke to our players this morning, who I would say are um, saddened by the decision because they're so close and love and respect Brett, um, but they understand that they need to dig a bit deeper now. They need to turn their minds to how they can get better. Uh, and we're going to provide a football program that asks more of them. Um, but no, they're still close to Brett and they'll be, they'll be um, processing this now in their own way. CEO of the Saints, Simon Lethleen, today. So you can put that one to bed. Yep. I, don't, I don't think that was um, Lethleen being nice to Ratton. Nope. That was, I being think, honest. a fairly legitimate um, point that he's making about the fact that the players were... Upset to learn the news today, so uh, more on them now. And it's certainly on Simon Lethleen and the board to get somebody who can uh, deliver on the expectations that that they they absolutely believe by dent of action today that Brett Ratton was not capable mm. of um, of getting from this group. No, so, it is. It's a, a difficult situation. It's awkward for all concerned. Mm. Uh, if they've done this seemingly on the spur of the moment without a plan, then it uh, it would be odd.
Nick Revolt. You're, you're 100 percent convinced that oh, this I, is uh, this has been known for a period of time, and there is an alternative in the waiting. Well, well, how long they've known for them, I and it's been this week that they've decided that you know we we're going to let Brett Ratton know on Monday that his tenure is the source of serious conversation at board level, and it took him till Thursday, despite you know the president spending seven hours one on one, face to face with Brett Ratton mm. and some incredibly challenging um, board-level discussions to come to terms with the fact that he wasn't the right guy. So oh, it's just a hunch, it, mm. and that's all. It is based on nothing, but there's – there's I, I don't know. Here's, I'm just here's got a the hunch. thing, Annie, and, and yes. things happen for a reason. We all know that. But if you go back across the season, and not just this season, the last two season seasons, if it weren't for – a, a couple of games where the kicking was just so horrifically bad. It's a great point you raise. Then it's a completely different perception of what we have on Brett Ratton and the St Kilda Football Club. So here's the margin, Keith. Yeah. Here's the margin. Max King kicks zip five against Brisbane in round 21. Well, now, they it? lose by three goals. Mm-hmm. If he kicks four, four, one or five, mm-hmm. they win. The same thing happened a few games they win last the game. season. They yes. play finals footy. Of course they do. That's the margin. Yes, so if they if, if Max King kicked and I'm not putting it on Max King, no. But if Max, that's just a, an example late in the season and on, on how the, these things can teeter. If he if if he kicks straight that day and they play final, irrespective mm. of what happens in the finals, does Brett Ratton get the sack? I don't think so. If Jordan Ngoi arrives at the footy club, by, well, that's and, a Jordan bit Ngo- different. And Jordan Ngoi says. I sat down with Brett Ratton. I was so impressed. Mm. I've got I feel like I've got a great connection with yep. him. I can't wait to play footy for him. Um, you know, blah blah. If all of that happens, does Brett Ratton get the sack? Probably not. But some have some have suggested in conversation that perhaps the fact he couldn't land him was one of the reasons why. Well, they've been they trying might... to land people for I years understand at St. Kilda. That. I understand. That's right. Now I think it's all like I said, when you when you're not given the direct uh, explanation as to why uh, you've made, the decision has been made, then you start to hypothesise, speculate, <laughs> where, uh, and some of it can absolute rubbish. You have absolutely nothing to do with it. So before we get to the news, Clint Bizzle to join us after this. Danaher's drive is underway. Just tell me what this means. Mm. Statements come out from Cricket Australia about 45 minutes ago. Cricket Australia's board met today, and among the items discussed was a possible amendment to the Code of Conduct in respect to long-term sanctions. The amendment would allow a person to request a penalty that they had accepted be reviewed (laughs) after an appropriate period of time. Currently, the code states that once a charge and penalty is accepted, there is no avenue for Mm. review. The onus would be on the applicant to prove they had undergone genuine reform relevant to the offence they were sanctioned for. It goes on. Mm. What is... What, what's that? Well, I guess the immediate uh, thought is that perhaps we need to get Davey Warner into an elevated position <laughs> I think that's and we it's... need to just make some tweaks to the regulations. Certainly give him the opportunity to, mm. if that's the way they decide to go. So it's the, it's the Warner review, mm. the Warner clause. In principle, though, I, I no, think that, should be, yeah. that if, you've, if you've done your time and you've been given a, a penalty that – yeah, I don't think it's unreasonable to have a mechanism for which you can hmm. appeal that penalty at some you. stage because you can do things to rectify uh, previous indiscretions. Yeah, exactly, just make a mistake. Mm. You know, cost you. But it does plenty. seem the timing of this, given the other conversations Not- about captaincies and uh, other things, that it would seem to be mm. that would be related to that. Is that what you're alluding to? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. 
Uh, Dave Warner, that is the Cricket Australia uh, statement. That is the daily headline, the daily update, thanks to Deliver It. Let's get to the newsroom. Uh, so many great people do so much for the fight against MND. The Danaher Drive has become one of the most loved annual events for those who participate. The great Clint Bizzle is part of it. He's going to tell us where they are, what they're doing. I think there might have been some weather no, impact they had to, on it. Uh, have mm. a pause yesterday. Yeah, so we'll find out how, where they're at and how they're impacted on the other side of the news. Uh, nice work, Stone Cold. Uh, Give just, me a hell yeah. Little hell trouble. Yeah. Have we got Clint Bizzle? And it's, oh, we have got Clint Bizzle there. It's, the Danaher Drive has been part of the annual sweep of um, events that raise money to fight uh, MND. Of course, Clint Bizzle, this is something that I imagine would be very dear to him. Uh, having forged and formed a relationship with Neil Danaher over the years. And um, I know there was a bit of weather around yesterday that halted the progress of those on the drive. He's been good enough to join us to tell us where they're at and what they're up to. Clint, thanks for your time, mate. Oh, yeah, great to be with you, Andy. Where are you and um, what are the conditions like where, where you are right now? Yeah, uh, as you mentioned, Andy, we got um, uh, obviously the weather interrupted our first day, but we're currently here at Lakes Entrance. Um, we uh, drove in today, and it is sunny, mate. The <laughs> sun is out. It's a, it's a beautiful day here. It's uh, sensational, so it allows us to really get out in the community and, and raise funds for what is important uh, for modern neuron disease um, research and development and uh, to find a cure. Fantastic stuff. Uh, Clint Andrew Gaze here. Just talk us through uh, what's the... The path, where you're heading to, and how does this all work? Yeah, look, at um, the first day uh, got interrupted. We were heading to Myrtleford, so we've had to uh, pretty pretty much um, change change the plans, just change on the spot. So we uh, stayed in Melbourne for the first night, Lakes Entrance tonight, um, and then uh, so tomorrow night, we, yeah, we 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 head back uh, towards. Uh, I'm going to say Warrigal. Warrigal is where we uh, oh, yeah, have our third yep. night, and then that is it for the for the trip. So, again, the weather's kind of been a little bit interrupted, but it hasn't look it hasn't dampened the spirits. And as you guys know, uh, you know Neil's one for fundraising, but the big thing is about having a lot of fun as we're doing it, and uh, we're certainly doing that. Who are you sharing? Who's on the Who's on the road with you, Clint? Give us the names of some of the uh, luminaries who are alongside you. Uh, boys, we've uh, we've got uh, David Neitz. We've got James McDonald. We've we've actually this year we've 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 pretty much put like four cars into a into a bus. We're all on a bus. Right. Um, we've got big uh, Steve O'Dwyer, Rod Grinter. Huh. Um, yeah, mate. It's uh, yeah, it's been uh, really fantastic to have you know a lot of uh, uh, some of the some of the great past players of the of the Melbourne Football Club, uh, as well as a lot of lot of great uh, supporters and, and associates. So it's. Uh, yeah, look, it's needless to say, it's been been a lot of fun. Clint, t- tell us what it's been like from um, your perspective, and you speak on behalf of you know the past players, if if you like. But to to see your former coach, you know, go through the battle and 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 handle it the way he has, and particularly to see the family, the immediate kind of Danaher family, um, build you know what they've built to support you know Neil, obviously, but but to fight. MND. What, what's it been like from a former player's perspective to see him stand up in the face of this thing? Yeah, look, it's um, it's it's quite incredible. It's been actually one of the most impactful things I think I've pretty much done in my life. Um, you know, to see someone that uh, you know you had that relationship with during your playing years, and many of the other players and and uh, others that have taken part on the on the tour. 
um, you know, as part of you know, Neil's uh, credentials as a coach, um, to see him sort of fight. And we know that MND just takes uh, takes everything. It uh, doesn't take your mind, though. And, um, you know, he's an incredibly brave warrior. Um, he's constantly, you know, putting the messages out there. And, um, you know, we just, uh, it, it, I'm not going to lie, it's been really difficult um, over the last few years to watch yeah. him slowly uh, deteriorate. Um, and, you know, just to see also his family and uh, so Jan and, and, and Beck and Ben uh, that are on the tour, you know, this year, I mean, they're, they're just a wonderful, wonderful people. And, uh, you know, that's what draws you to a cause, you know, like this, not only seeing someone like Neil and many other sufferers of MND, but that's, that's obviously my connection. I've also had other people that have, you know, since passed, um, since having MND. But again, it's, um, yeah, it is one of the most impactful uh, parts of, and moments of, of, of my life. And I'm happy to be able to, you know, be on the tour mm. and just do my bit, as is everybody else. Uh, awesome, Clint. And uh, Annie and I got to to see and uh, have absolute admiration for what uh, Neil's been mm. able to do. And when you think of, well, I can't think of anything more inspirational. I can't, honestly can't. In, no. in recent times. No. How do people contribute to what you're doing on this particular journey that you're in? Yeah, look, there's so many different ways. So, of course, there's, you know, money is the, is the main way for donating, uh, you know, donating funds to uh, fightmnd.org. Um, dot au. So that's always good. You know, people dedicating just their time and their energy. I mean, there's such a huge support staff um, here helping uh, support the drive. We've got, you know, major partners like, uh, you know, Chemist Warehouse, lots of different um, insurance brokers and the like, um, you know, which is just fantastic. I know that, you know, Coles um, do a big, with a big freeze, they obviously raise money with the beanies um, and all that definitely helps. So, we also want to raise awareness. So those mm. that potentially might not be able to come on the drive, um, you know, to talk about it, actually share your experience of, you know, whether they see people that's taken part on the drive or you know of somebody that's impacted, you know, by this hideous disease. Because you know what, gentlemen, I can tell you, you know, the day that it comes that we slay this beast is going to be a fantastic day and we know that that's what we're heading towards and that's what we're all focused on. Imagine the morning you wake up um, mm. and that's the news, you know, this sort of phone alerts and whatever just bobbing up as you turn your phone on first thing in the morning and, you know, medical researchers around the world somewhere, hopefully here in Australia, because of, you know, the work of so many people have been able to have the breakthrough that everybody's hoping for. it be a, um, I mean, we're hoping for, for that for a lot of things, Clint, but geez, it'll be uh, an amazing day for all of those who have been involved. Yeah, look, it'll be monumental. And that's, I suppose that's what's the, you know, that's, that's where the hope lies. Mm. You know, that's where... You know, we always keep looking towards, you know, the vision of, uh, you know, having a, a world free of MND. I mean, it's impacting so many different people. You know, a lifespan of 27 months once you've diagnosed. Um, it's just it's just incredible. I mean, and it just affects not only, obviously, the person that's been diagnosed, but the family and the carers. And, you know, that's where sort of our hearts, that's where our hearts are as part of this drive. You know, it's firmly fixed on, you know, all the people that are impacted. And, um, you know, for many of us, uh, you know, we see Neil as the you know, that one that sort of leads the charge and now Beck, who's really stepping up into that into that role. But um, that's what we're all focused on. I mean, it'll be, I, I, I yeah, can't wait to talk to you the day that we actually uh, find a cure. It'll be uh, quite, quite wonderful. It'll be a beautiful day. Hey, mate, good on you for doing your bit. Uh, thanks for telling us about it today and uh, enjoy the next couple of days as part of Danaher's Drive, mate. Thanks for your time.
Thanks, Clint. There he goes. I I reckon the old phone box. I can hear it every now and again. We start getting a little click, click. Well, that's click, incredible. That click. It's good timing. My just... word it was, mate. I reckon we got some issues uh, brewing. So mm. uh, let's get to a break, shall we? It's 18 minutes to six. If we can take some calls, we will uh, on the uh, other side of this as we as we head to the wire for another magnificent week here on the run home. Ah, lovely to be here. What do you got? Hey, Handy, I've got yeah. an a, A-League update thanks to Werribee Isuzu Ute. Oh, wonderful vehicle. They make buying cars super easy. A-League Round 2 action returns tonight up in Brisbane mm. as the Raw host Melbourne City. Who's going to win that one? Melbourne City. Two matches in Melbourne this weekend. The Victory will host Western Sydney tomorrow night at Amy Park. Who wins that one? Oh, after Johnny Aloisi yesterday, mm. I don't want to say it, but I think the Victory, they'll be 0-2, the defending champs. Mm, oh, well, A-Rider, he'll be up and about with that one. No doubt about that whatsoever. Then on Sunday afternoon, wet. Oh, and hang on, Western Sydney. No, they, they, I'm thinking Western United. No, no, Victory will win that. Yeah, yeah I would have thought so. And Western United know. will beat Sydney FC. There you go. They'll be 1-1 one one after United, Johnny Lawrence. Uh, yeah. They host Sydney FC. Yeah. No, they will get on the board. Also at Amy Park. Yeah, they'll get on the board. Don't worry about that. Well, good luck to our man John Aloisi, who well, we spoke well, to, was it yesterday well, or the day before? Well, was it? I said that. Yeah, yesterday. Well, who'd okay, you, do, you were jumping just, into my read. But where you be, were you asking me some questions? Okay, well, where are we? Isuzu. Is that how you say Thank it? you. Werribee Isuzu Ute. Upgrade your old Ute. Why not? Why not upgrade it? Well, you be mad Upgrade your to... old Ute into a D-Max now. You know why? Go on. They're paying top dollar, not middle dollar, <laughs> not low dollar, <laughs> top dollar for trade-ins. Well, that sounds like a pretty good plan. So if you if you want to really fleece them, oh, no, some it's not about that. rubbish vehicle, no. they'll pay top dollar for it. Well, for that vehicle, I'm not going to give you like 80 grand for some they rust will. bucket. They're generous. The good <laughs> folk out there at Werribee in particular, don't just go to any run-of-the-mill Isuzu dealer. It's the Werribee folk right, that are going to done... give you the top dollar. I reckon you've done enough. Loggy's on the road. I wouldn't uh, mind a nice Suzu. Oh, is that why you're going hard? No, no, not at all. Oh, right. Not at so all. Now you, now you I have seen them driving around. Very obvious play from you. No, it's not. Affordable. They tick every box. Well, thank you. When I'm looking for a vehicle. Okay. Just saying. I want to get back to nightclubs. Lockie's on the road. <laughs> hey, Lockie, welcome to the show, Rockstar. mate. Star. Hey, uh, how you going, guys? Good, thank you, well, Lockie. Thanks, Lockman. The Lockman Monster. Right. What have you got for me? It's, it's Lockie's dad, Chris. You may or may not remember me. I've got um, identical twin boys who play basketball. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's old. right. They um, the, the, you got him in. We got them Well, you got him thanks to you, and I really appreciate it. Got him into a pair of gazes oh, just to so start a, uh, off their basketball careers. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, still no gazes around, but anyway. Oh, um, hold just, out. Uh, <laughs> um, they had their first game on the weekend in under nine A grade and won by points and yeah, did well. They're little, but they have a crack. Yeah, they wear that wear different shoes and different right. feet. Yes. So uh, that, that the bright greens and the bright purples. Love uh, it. So Are they the gay's shoes? That is Lockie talking about the gay's yes. shoes. Is and it? actually, when uh, my daughter like played, she after. played with a couple of twins, and like they were identical it. twins, and yeah. they actually had to do the same. They got well, they didn't do. They actually wore the no, same colour, you mm. know. So mm. one had to wear say yellow, and the other one would wear red, so you could know which one's which. Right. Sounded like Lockie was angling for, you know, maybe. Well, you know, I mean, I know you're going well at the moment. You've had a record week. Solid you know. week. That's why Lockie can't seem to find <laughs> Mate, 
The kids' shoes, 35 bucks. It's unbelievable value. I must say that. big W. No, it's unbelievable value. We bought a pair for uh, yes for my middle kid. Yes, you and did. she bloody loves them. Thank you. No, very flashy. Appreciate units. it. Magnificent stuff. Pop into a big W and check it out. <laughs> Thank you very much. While stocks last. Well, that's because the they know they are running off the shelves. No, you well, are, no, no, that you are. Saying, but it's shipping. There's a lot of logistical problems going on in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, the shipments and that. It's it's been tough, but there, there is uh, some stock filtering. No, well done. You're putting Thank together you. a good product. You Appreciate should be, it. You and the team should be proud of yourselves. Thank you. Tell you who should be proud of themselves too. Who the mansion. The Back mansion, the, the yes, mansion, two-story number. Yes, the big yes. old building. Because what they used, they cared about you. They give you. No, nah, it was a legal requirement. But they made you have a fee. That was a legal requirement. Oh, really? I think. Because it was a pub. Oh, that was it. You right. had to have a fee. A fee Remember if you're going to sl- buy alcohol. Sloppy roast. Yeah. It, it was a, a roast. Snitter. You get a snitter? Or the, no, it was a roast. I think there was a snitter Don't going pollute, so I think it was a no, roast lamb or roast it beef. It definitely was a roast. With a pretty watery gravy yes. and a couple of uh, couple of things mm. thrown in for good measure. <laughs> well, I don't a know bit of beans. Good. No. Mm. A few veggies thrown in for good measure. It was a good. You had the band, I think, upstairs and the discotheque downstairs. <laughs> no, I reckon that was the other way around. Was it the other way around? I reckon the disco was upstairs. I think you might be right. Yeah, I think it was. You might be right. Nickabellas. You're talking about Nicabellas. Yeah, on the corner. Yeah. On the uh, corner High Street there. and Glenfrey Road. Correct. 1990, mm. the West Indians came to town, Ooh, the cricket team. Oh they were sponsored by Karuba. Remember the Karuba yes. Rum Tour? Yes. And after they played Victoria. Mick Dimitrina would correct. have been there. He said, yep. you, you and the, the boys, In you come, come along. He's my, they're my guests. I don't tell. So it's me, Pete Gray, Mickey Carroll. Don't tell. Was Viv there? I, so here's what happened. Don't tell me, Viv. I'm yeah. going to tell you a story. Oh, please. So Simon O'Donnell was yes. going out with um, with uh, one of the- Jane uh, Talbot. Talbot. Tal- one of the Talbot, Jane? you know. One of the Talbot. The tall Talbot. The, no, married the, her, if you don't Correct. Mind. Going out with Lynn Talbot. Lynn Talbot. And 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 uh, the other Talbot. Yes. No, Lynn Talbot was dancing right. on the floor oh, with no. Viv. With Viv, right? Just, you know. yeah. Friendly. I said to the other Talbot, knowing mm. full well, if I get the other Talbot on the dance floor, she'll go to where her sister is, and it'll be the two Talbots and me and Viv. Nice. So I said to uh, Jenny, yes. Jenny, come and have a dance. Let's do this. So she said, oh, she didn't want to dance with me, but I sort of forced her into it. Yes. So we had to plan, came to fruition mm. like a masterpiece, straight over to Lynn, mm. and there's the four of us just having wow. a bit of a dance did in Viv, the middle. Did Viv uh, invite the hey, man. Hey, man. Little yeah, high five, little, little a little fist bit, bump. A little bump, little wow. fist bump. Nice. And I think he liked my moves. You didn't sort of I bother think him, looked... did you? Oh, did I bother him? Did you bother him? Oh, basically. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't say I bothered him, but oh. I just couldn't take my eyes off him no, as I was no, dancing with him. Did you want to have a chat with the music? But he's trying to <laughs> weave a little bit of magic on no, the dance floor. He wasn't. Floor, and you're interrupting <laughs> he his wasn't. rhythm. <laughs> That's not ideal. That is a true 100% true story. Well, you know what else is true? Nickabellas. When are we go- when are you Karuba. going to allow me to yes. tell have mentioned the name of this supermodel that you claim Never. Never? No. Well, Andy Never. Said she wasn't was, a supermodel. He was cutting a no. sway through him no. and went to the top show. No, no. It was and? a private party and that story has never been told on air and I'll be very cross with I you. I won't. I won't. I'll be very cross if I you ever tell that story. I just think you should no. be proud no. of the moment. You don't even believe Embrace me. Embrace it. Own it. Have a great weekend.